0: Welcome to the Energy Central Power Perspectives podcast. As regular listeners know, this show comes to you as a source for in-depth discussion with leaders in the energy and utility industry. My name is Matt Chester, Energy Central's community manager and podcast producer. And I'm excited for today's episode as we get to cross off another bucket list podcast guest, a celebrity in the CDO, CIO space, if you will, having recently been featured in the Forbes list of the 50 most innovative CIOs. And on top of that, we're also going to have the privilege of speaking with a second noted leader at the intersection of artificial intelligence and power utilities. It's a real two- for one episode, so you already know it's going to be packed with great information and conversation. The topic of AI in the power sector cannot be more important, timely, or promising. AI is being used by utilities for everything from optimizing the deployment of field workers, prioritizing vegetation management, immediately detecting issues anywhere across the grid, communicating with customers, citing new generation projects and so much more. To keep us focused and directed on the most important utility AI discussions of today though, we want to introduce our esteemed guests. From the utility side, we are being joined by Bhavani Amirthalingam, the SVP and Chief Digital Information Officer at Ameren. Ameren serves 2.4 million electric customers and 900,000 natural gas customers across the Missouri and Illinois regions. And Bhavani is leading the charge in ensuring that the latest and greatest in digital technologies are being used to optimize that process. With over two decades of experience leading digital and information technology across both energy and non-energy companies, Bhavani has really created a well-deserved reputation in this space. As I mentioned, Forbes named her as one of the top 50 innovative technology leaders this year, and we couldn't be more excited to have Bhavani with us today. Welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you so much. Thanks for having me and I'm looking forward to it.
0: Great. Well, we're thrilled to have you. And like I said, if that wasn't exciting enough, we're also joined today by someone from one of Ameren's key partners in these smart technology implementations. I'm speaking, of course, of EPRI and specifically about Jeremy Renshaw, the Senior Program Manager of Artificial Intelligence at EPRI. Frequent visitors to the Energy Central Community Platform will recognize Jeremy for his regular and high-value contributions keeping us all informed about what's going on in the world of utility AI. Jeremy has been with EPRI since 2012, where he worked on non-destructive evaluation and managed their used fuel and high-level nuclear waste for a number of years before taking over the company's AI work. Today, his efforts are focused in AI and machine learning technologies, anywhere they can make a difference in the electric power industry to enhance safe, reliable, affordable, and environmentally advantageous power generation, transmission, and consumption. Jeremy, we're thrilled as well to have you with us today. Thank you, Matt. I'm really excited to be here with you and Bavani. And before we dive too deeply into this, we do want to give a quick thanks to EPRI for making today's episode possible. EPRI provides global thought leadership, industry expertise, and collaborative value to help the electricity sector identify issues, technology gaps, and broader needs that can be addressed through effective research and development programs for the benefit of society. Bavani, let's start with you. Can you please help us to ground ourselves with a definition of what AI is and why Ameren is interested in this technology?
1: Sure. You know, artificial intelligence, quite frankly, has been around for a long time. And, uh, you know, what it is, is basically just machine displayed intelligence that, you know, simulates human behavior or thinking and can be trained using data um, and, and to solve specific problems. And so, You know, machines, as we know, can process more data, so greater volume, greater velocity, and greater variety of data than the human mind can imagine. And uh, AI has helped take automation to new levels. And while it's been around for a long time, as I mentioned earlier, what's really changing the game is just, you know, if you think about the shift in compute and storage capacities over the last several years, that you know, significant exponential growth in the ability to process data has really defined, taken AI to the next level. And if you think about volume of data, though, quite frankly, the volume of data available has outpaced even the ability to collect it. And it has certainly outpaced the capacity for human processing. You know, you also have to be sensitive to kind of, you know, what we call the, life of the data, right? Data decays very rapidly with time and so you see things around technology that's evolved around distributed processing, automation and AI now are critical to utilizing most of this data and time frames that the data is most valuable. And um, so that kind of gives you a little bit, you know, just broader view of AI in general. And, you know, when you think about AMRIN, you know, really quite honestly our industry overall few things are top of mind for us when we think about our customers. You know, it is reliable, affordable, safe, secure, you know, clean energy. And so, leveraging AI to really enhance, you know, the reliability and resiliency of our grid, helping our customers, you know, monitor energy usage, driving energy efficiency efforts, driving customer affordability, enriching customer experiences, you know, are all key items on our AI agenda.
0: That's all very interesting, but from an outside perspective, it it definitely seems like there's a lot of hype around AI where it can promise to do just about anything. So I'm curious about what some of the real-world applications are that we can use AI on the grid today or in the near future. And, And Jeremy, perhaps you can jump in on this one.
2: Absolutely, Matt. So you're right. It seems like every time you turn around, people are promising that AI can do everything. And certainly there are many things that AI can do to help us. AI machine learning and data science techniques are very valuable. When we have lots of data, we're able to train algorithms based on ground truth. One of the things they're not very good at doing yet is mimicking human intuition and our ability to think creatively. But as Bavani mentioned, they are very good at processing large amounts of data very quickly, much faster than what a human could do. So there are a few things that we're working on and I'll just cover three of them today. I mean, there are many different projects ongoing at EPRI right now. The first one is looking at wind turbine gearboxes. So if you're looking at a wind turbine, they're very high up in the air. You don't want to go out into these remote locations very often if you don't have to. And so if we can monitor what's going on with a wind turbine farm and help to optimize how often and how frequently we go out to these Wind farms, then we can save a lot of money and maintain reliability. So one of the things that we're working on at Epri right now and doing this in combination with Ameren and other utilities is looking at physics-based machine learning where we can bring machine learning models to wind turbine assets and detect what's going on using all of the sensors that are on board to detect early stage faults and lower cost, easier to replace components versus larger scale, Degradation later where, you know, replacement costs can be upwards of $350,000. So if we can save significant amounts of money, but also optimize how frequently we go out to get these turbines replaced on the right basis, it helps utilities to offer lower cost, safe, reliable energy that's very highly resilient. And Bobani mentioned that, and this is one of the things that we're working on together to uh, achieve that goal. Second, transmission and distribution grid assets are spread out all across the world and there are many different potential faults that can happen with these assets. Anything from squirrels going on lines to woodpecker holes to various different components that can degrade or corrode. And so one of the things that we're looking at doing is identifying the assets that are degrading through the imagery that we have. And doing this to not only optimize the data collection process of using drones instead of helicopters and manual surveys, but also looking at with these different systems that we have with drones, we're getting lots and lots more images than we've ever had available. So it's a data deluge, if you will, just this huge tsunami of data that's coming at the analysts and inspectors. So whereas we used to get maybe a few hundred or a few thousand images, Now we can get tens of thousands, up to millions of images of transmission and distribution assets. So it takes significantly longer to process these images. But that's something that machine learning and artificial intelligence can help us with. But we need to be able to first train these algorithms to identify what is defective and what is good. Do we have a component that's corroded? Do we have an insulator that's cracked or a marker ball that's broken? So What we need to do is bring together very large data sets and not only bring the data together, but label the images so that we can train machine learning models to be able to understand what is a healthy component, what is a degraded component.
0: That's all so fascinating, Jeremy. And Bhavani, I want to turn it back over to you because we we heard earlier how you're using AI to monitor your wind turbines. So I'm curious if you can tell us a little bit more about this project as well as other relevant work at Amarin with AI tools to kind of bring it all together.
1: Happy to, uh, you know, I'll touch on, elaborate a little bit, you know, on what Jeremy did a fantastic job walking through, you know, kind of the the business objective and goal, you know, and why we're doing, uh, what we're doing around our wind turbine initiative. But really the goal there is leveraging machine learning for early gearbox failure detection. and. Uh, You know, we can have significant cost savings, avoiding upwards of $350,000 in costs, as uh, Jeremy indicated earlier. What we have there is really, you know, we have wind speed, temperature, pressure, real-time power generation and vibrating monitoring sensors installed. And, you know, as part of our predictive maintenance software that we have, you know, we're able to do early detection of component failure. In our know, wind turbine gearboxes and really brings a higher level of confidence in predicting the probability of gearbox damage and uh, improves overall model accuracy. So, you know, it really is a partnership for us, you know, with several folks to be able to make this, we are part of, I and mean, part of the Wind Innovators Network, and uh, this is one of their, you know, key initiatives that we've been working on. So as as we continue to expand our you know our clean energy and our wind renewable footprint this you know is a key capability that we will continue to enhance two other initiatives I want to just touch on is uh one think things that we actually are uh, uh, an effort that we are partnering again with Epley on, and um, it's actually a collaboration between think things and Epri. and and the core of this is really again leveraging smart meter data so we've got millions of smart meters deployed across our service territories and the goal here is to be able to take the millions of streams of smart meter data that we receive and being able to ingest that data. What we've done here, you know, in this really in this thinking Think pilot is about taking a year worth of this data and implementing it in this platform to test and you know and enhance this Several large scale machine learning algorithms, right, that leverage smart meter time series data. Just to give you a feel, I mean, you know, you're talking about 12 months of data for about, you know, for over a million smart meters that we've pulled in. And, you know, we're receiving voltage, real current and reactive current measurements every 15 minutes. So you can kind of think about the volume and velocity of data that this platform is processing. And the real, you know, if you go back to kind of the, what are we trying to do here? We're looking to, you know, develop predictions for correcting inaccurate phase designations and meter transformer mapping, right? Because what that helps us do is really helps us go more, more towards creation of a hyper accurate network models. Network models are extremely important for utilities high business value as we continue to drive higher degree of accuracy there. It's really foundational for kind of the enablement of kind of the smart, advanced grid across the footprint. And, you know, since there haven't been, you know, a kind of best-in-class approach in this space, this pilot basically, you know, provided the ability to test and rapid prototyping and experimentation to this partnership. So very excited about that. Another project I'll touch on is what we call the research project. You know, it's, again, another collaborative effort between Ameren, V-Curve, and f And what they're doing there is really, you know, it's tying back to our Ameren, Illinois energy efficiency business program and uh, leveraging, again, AMI, smart their data better to support struggling enterprises, especially what we've seen through the pandemic over the last 18 to 20 months. Giving customers really for us to understand increasing the depth of customer targeting, right? And step back and look, look at it. We've seen business models showed an average of about 14% reduction in energy consumption in, in the early months after COVID-19. And then when you look at individual accounts, they can range anywhere from like a hundred percent reduction to a 200% increase. And so, you know, you see obviously it's a huge range over here and what uh, Through this collaborative effort, we were able to focus analytics on increasing uptake of lighting measures and heating, ventilation, and air conditioning, HVAC measures for our customers. And uh, it really, the underlying goal, as I mentioned earlier, is, is uh, identifying those customers who benefit most from efficiency retrofits, right, with high persistence of savings, and just reducing administrative costs and driving this, you know, higher efficiency for them.
0: Excellent. And, and I want to hear from Jeremy on this, too. It, it sounds like the data challenges and also the data opportunities are, are a key area and, and an area of focus that uh, all stakeholders need to come together to solve. So, Jeremy, from your and EPRI's perspective, you know, is there a concerted effort to engage in all these these data set combinations and unlocking what they can do?
2: Yes, absolutely. And so one of the things with artificial intelligence is that data is key. And one of the items that I would say is that many electric power utilities, I would say almost suffer from very high reliability because what we're trying to do with artificial intelligence is help to identify areas where we can get better and identify faults and early stage degradation. But because there has been such a focus for so many years on these items, There's not a whole lot of data that any individual utility has on what faults and failures look like because they do such a good job of maintaining these assets. And if you look at the power availability, it's something like 99.97% if we exclude uh, storm related damage. So in terms of normal system operation reliability, it's really just off the charts. There's very few things that can compare. And so where that gets challenging is that with gathering data sets, no individual utility typically has the amount of data required. And Vavani mentioned this earlier. So with one of the things that we're trying to do is bring together these different data sets across utility fleets from around the world and help label and identify those data sets for degradation or indications or signals of interest so that we can help to train artificial intelligence algorithms to be able to help us to identify these early stage degradations, faults, or off-normal conditions earlier so that we can respond to them in the most appropriate manner. And so one of the things EPRI is doing is bringing together what we're calling the EPRI 10 data sets or the 10 most valuable data sets for the electric power industry. And just as an example of what some of these are, these are looking at everything from the T&D assets that we talked about earlier to power plant operational data, satellite data, advanced metering infrastructure data that Bavani just mentioned, and many others. So we're trying to bring these different data sets together from around the world and then release them out to the AI and electric power industries to be able to more accurately, more quickly, and more cheaply develop these algorithms. An example of why this is important is if we go back to our transmission and distribution image asset database, The estimated value, or if you will, cost of bringing all of these data sets together from the different utilities is higher than $10 million. So if you imagine if any AI developer were to try and put this together, they'd have an initial investment of $10 million, which is a huge barrier, especially for small startups. And then if they try to go and deploy this, that means that the cost for utility and hence for All of us who pay an electric bill every month goes up pretty significantly, whereas if they can get in for free or at a very low cost to be able to start developing these algorithms, the costs go down for everyone. So this is an area where EPRI, Ameren, and various other utilities are all working together to bring these data sets together to provide these out to the AI and electric power industries for really the benefit of everyone.
0: So continuing on that topic, Bhavani, going back to you, can you talk about how Ameren is organizing their data to make the most of it for AI or any other applications?
1: Sure, absolutely. You know, I think a um, couple of things I'll touch on. Truly for data to provide value to an organization, it needs to be complete, accurate, understandable, accessible, right? So these are all key aspects that we focus on when you think about how we organize data, how we leverage data. You know, our goal and uh, focus is to start with building data architecture and data governance into every every implementation and taking kind of a data-first mindset, right, on what data is captured, how is it catalogued, where is it stored, uh, how is it access to operation use or analytical use. So thinking of those aspects as well as thinking about how do you drive, you know, self-service from a data and analytics standpoint so that... Part of it is like really upskilling the organization as well, right? And training co-workers across the company on how to access, consume, analyze, you know, and leverage this data um, is critical. So I'd say that you think about those key aspects. Jeremy did a fantastic job talking about just the collaboration that's needed for us, as well as just every utility. Our industry, 24 by 7 being always on a key reliability need for our customers. And, you know, we truly need large volumes of relevant data to train models to enable AI to scale, to continue to enhance reliability. So many times, no single large utility would have those sufficient stores of data on rare failures or events, you know, to train models. And the partnership we have with EPRI and the work we've done there in this space and continue to, you know, I think it's really critical for for the future uh, Other, you know, I just indicate in terms of efforts, we've made significant progress in terms of data and analytics. You know, when you think about our customer space, our field and grid space, we built out and, you know, continue to, you know, it's a journey on our cloud data lake environment, as we have seen an exponential growth of our data. And that is kind of being, you know, that's a foundational effort that's enabling a lot of the analytics and automation and and AI that we believe will increasingly play an important role in our operations. As we've all just discussed several opportunities here, that when you think about it as it relates to customer experience and reliability and affordability for our
0: customers. Great. And let's just cut to the chase here. For those who are listening in today who are excited about what you guys are sharing How can they keep tabs on what's brewing in the world of AI and electric power? Uh, Jeremy, I believe you have some specific events you guys are working towards right now? Yes.
2: In fact, just recently at the end of September, we had our AI and electric power summit. And within that summit, we released a series of grand challenges for the AI and electric power industry. And we'll have ongoing meetings on those, as well as we're starting to plan our 2022 AI and electric power summit. And that will be somewhere in a to-be-determined location in Europe. And we're really looking to bring the global community together with that meeting and these grand challenges. And it's very easy to keep up to date on these. You can either go to our website, ai.efri.com. And on our website, you can sign up for our newsletter that comes out once a month. And that provides all the information that you would need on our events, on ongoing projects, and other updates.
0: Great. Thanks for that. And now as as we're coming close to uh, the end of the podcast both Bhavani and Jeremy we want our audience to come away from this episode not only knowing AI better but also knowing you the experts better on a on a personal basis. So with that it's time for our crowd favorite lightning round. Uh, I'm going to throw out some quick get to know you questions and I'll look for you each to provide your one word or one phrase answers. Are you both ready? Sure. Let's go. Great, let's do it. And and to keep it simple since we have two of you on let's have Bavani, answer each question first, and then Jeremy will follow up. So here we go. What is your favorite holiday? Uh, Christmas.
2: I'm going to cheat and go with two. I'm going to go with Christmas and with Halloween because I love them both.
0: Fair enough. Uh, what is your go-to snack at the vending machine? Kit Kat.
2: I'll go with that Twix bar.
0: Excellent. What's something that your coworkers listening into the podcast today may not know about you?
1: My fear for water and height.
2: Um... For me, I like to build really cool things for my kids like playgrounds, tree houses, obstacle courses and such.
0: Terrific. What would be your dream job if not working at Ameren or EPRI?
1: For me, it would be an entrepreneur, you know, something doing something where I'm leveraging technology to solve whatever it is that the world needs at that point.
2: And for me, I think I'd
0: say food critic because I love eating. (laughs) Excellent. Well, then let's finish with this. What are you each most passionate about?
1: You know, I think uh, I'm passionate about the change that is ahead of us. You know, I just uh, look at the last 18 months. I think it's been uh, amazing. Well, it's been challenging. It's also been amazing to see how the world has come together. And, you know, I have more hope for our future collectively uh, than I've ever had. And so, you know, I think uh, I I am passionate about the things that we can all do collectively for uh, making this a better place.
2: Well, and I think I'm I'm right in line with Vivani. I think the thing that I'm most passionate about is really trying to make the world a better place. I mean, we've had so many people that have come before us that have provided so many great things, whether it's electricity, cars, planes, trains, indoor plumbing, the list goes on. I really want to be a part of making the world a better place for future generations.
0: I love that. So you both did perfectly well in, in our lightning round. It's it's always a fun wrinkle. And, and because you went through it flawlessly and you're in good sports with us, we'll give you the floor for the last question. Where do you see AI heading in the coming years, both from a utility and an R&D perspective?
1: You know, I, I touched on this earlier, but, you know, if you look at bottom line, it's the purpose and you look at our purpose, the mission, you know, for Ameren and, and almost every utility, it's delivering safe. Secure, clean, reliable and affordable power to our customers. That's at the heart of our purpose and mission. And so leveraging data, you know, to predict and prevent equipment failures, that's just going to result in greater safety and reliability. Using data to drive better customer experiences and lower bills, you know, drive energy efficiency and affordability for our customers is happening now and will only continue to accelerate. Data can guide where we put distributed energy resources on the grid, you know, driving greater reliability and efficiency for the grid, as well as, you know, helping us build a cleaner grid together. So using advanced technology, you know, Jeremy touched on this, like uh, drones coupled with data to be more efficient and effective at things like vegetation management, equipment inspection. I think they're happening in pockets. I just think this is going to be done across utilities at scale, right? And so these are probably a few examples that are happening in pockets and, I, you know, what I'm excited about and that I see is going is just this happening at scale across our industry.
2: Yeah, and I, I promise I'm not trying to steal Bavani's responses, but I think we're just very much in line with we have very similar goals. So in the future, we definitely want to use artificial intelligence, machine learning to improve flexibility and resiliency. Uh, reduce carbon emissions and environmental impacts while we improve safety and reduce costs. I mean, I think there are many things that are ongoing right now to help get us there, both the things that we talked about today, as well as other efforts that we have that are ongoing in terms of developing training for AI and data science, looking at improved forecasting of both energy usage and weather forecasting and merging those together to optimize the usage of resources. And really, the list goes on. There's so many things that we're looking at and working with utilities on today to be able to develop the technologies of tomorrow, while, of course, trying to avoid something like Skynet. Um, You can't go through an AI podcast without mentioning something um, on Skynet. Um, But really, we're looking at how can we develop these advanced tools and technologies that help enable our workers to do what they do best and take away some of the mundane and time-consuming tasks that artificial intelligence and other automation technologies can help with.
0: Terrific. Well, Bhavani and Jeremy, it's been wonderful having you both on the podcast today. The complimentary perspectives from the utility side, as well as from the solutions provider side, give us a really well-rounded and fleshed out level of insight. So thank you so much for that. I'm sure the audience will have just as much fun listening as we've had recording today. And perhaps this is just the beginning of a an annual pilgrimage where you both can make it back to the Energy Central Power Perspectives podcast. And you know, by then, who knows who, what'll be the headlines drawing attention in the world of AI at this time next year. But until then, again, thank you so much for joining us today.
1: My pleasure. Thank you so much for having us, Matt.
0: Uh, really enjoyed the conversation.
2: Yes, thanks, Matt. This has been great. Thank you, Bhavani.
0: You can always keep up with what Ameren and EPRI are doing via the Energy Central community platform, where hopefully we can count on Bhavani and Jeremy to keep us updated moving forward. And if you have any questions or comments, the comments section of the Energy Central post with this episode is open. And on behalf of the entire Energy Central team, thanks to everyone for listening today. Once again, I'm Matt Chester. The most relevant conversations of the utility industry today are happening in the Energy Central community. So we look forward to you joining us and sharing your insights at energycentral.com. And we'll see you next time on the Energy Central Power Perspectives Podcast.